...about axial tilt in a way that Kara pretended to understand so they could talk about something else. It didn't matter. Summer was summer, and birthdays were birthdays. The two didn't have any more relationship than her nut-bread sandwiches had with her shoes. Not everything had to be connected. Kara was half asleep when she heard the soft tramp of paws and the creaking of the underbrush. She thought at first it was just in her imagination. But when she tried to change the sound into music, the way she sometimes could when she was dreaming, it didn't respond. She opened eyes she hadn't realized were closed. Bright blue dots, like fireflies, fluttered and spun in the air as the first of the dog-like things came out of the trees. Its body was long and low, four legs with joints that were put together just a little wrong, like a drawing by someone who'd only ever had legs described to them. Its jaw seemed too small for its face, and its bulbous brown eyes were set at angles that made it seem apologetic. She'd never seen anything like it before, but that happened fairly often. Hey, she said, stretching. What are you? The dog paused. It's okay, she said. I'm friendly, see? And she waved. It was hard to be sure with the thing's eyes set the way they were, but she thought it was looking at her. She sat up slowly, trying not to startle it. Nothing on Laconia ate people, but sometimes they could get scared, and her mother always told her that frightened things weren't safe to approach. The dog looked up, staring at the stick moons for a moment, and then down again at her. She felt a wave of disorientation, like being dizzy but different, and then a twinge of uncertainty. The dog stepped forward, and two more like it came out from the darkness under the trees. Then, two more. On the pond, a sunbird hissed, lifting its leathery wings to make its body look bigger and baring its soft greenish teeth. Its fury-twisted face looked like a cartoon of an old woman, and half a dozen new-hatched babies darted behind her. The first dog turned to look at the mama bird, and made three sharp sounds. The other four picked up the sound. Mama Bird swiveled her head toward each of them, hissing until flecks of saliva foamed at the corners of her mouth. The kikako cry echoed in a way that didn't match the space around the pond. It made Kara's head ache a little. She levered herself up to her knees, partly out of fear that the dogs might eat sunbirds, and she didn't want to see anything get killed, but mostly because she wanted them to stop making that sound. Her lunch pack and her handheld tumbled to the clover. When she stepped forward, the dogs went quiet and turned their attention toward her, and she had the sense that maybe she was dreaming after all. She stepped between the dogs and the water's edge. Mama Bird hissed again, 
but it seemed to Kara like the sound came from a great distance. The dogs drifted closer, moving around her like children around a teacher. She knew, in a distant way, that she should probably be scared. Even if the dogs didn't eat people, they could still attack her for getting between them and their prey. She didn't know why she felt that they wouldn't. You can't be here right now, she said. The lead dog, the one that had come out first, looked past her at the water. Its embarrassed, bulbous eyes shifted back to her. Later, maybe, she said. You can be here later. Right now you have to go. Go on, shoo. She pointed at the trees and the darkness underneath them. The dogs went perfectly, eerily still for the space of two long breaths together.